Yeah, you popped up on me by surprise. See, I never took you for the popping type. Damn, it's 4 a.m., so please believe the hype. Hit the lights, I'm way over top. Pop it, flick it. Drop a piss in the location. I'ma pull up in that bulletproof spaceship. Drop off a bag of some dangerous. I'ma hit you 4 a.m., see if you make it. Watch your colleague grove out the sky. Amigas, amigos, fans of Jill Stein, daughters of volunteer firefighters, and taints, welcome to the newest edition of the Gritty, uh, the Gritty Sports Podcast. Uh, we have a full team here for you today. No Tyler still. He's puppy-sitting his sick pups, so hopefully they get better Tyler soon. Uh, this is oh, Season 2, Volume 2. About Tyler getting out of this already. So you know how Tyler just makes up excuses to get out of everything all the time? Yeah. Do you think this is... How long do you think he's going to use this sick puppy thing? I don't know. All summer? I believe him this time. I believe... No, I, he's definitely... It's definitely true now, but there's going to become a time where the puppy's no longer sick and he's he doesn't mean it anymore. Uh, he's going to cry. I know where he works. The puppy's actually going to get sick. I'll find him. <laughs> Oh well. Anyway, he's burning that excuse, anyways. I know he is. You know, it would have been good to have him today, but it is what it is. We've heard dinner with the family on. (laughs) How many uncles do you have? Uh, All right. Either way, we got a good show for you today. We have a special guest, Will Tatum. Hello. He's in the Marines. Fresh out Colorado. (laughs) The Marines. (laughs) It's nice to be where there is more air. I like breathing. It's it's yeah. It's not really thin air. Yeah, it's it's nice to be on the podcast, and I, I just want to say, um, I, I am in a better place than the last time I was on the podcast. <laughs> I am no longer associated with the Fago Corporation. Wow, really? Yeah, that you got tie, a piece of his colon removed. You didn't hear about no. that? No, that that tie has been settered. I'm doing my own thing now. I actually, wife's fault. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have been divorced twice since the last <laughs> podcast. Um, uh, I, I started my own business. Uh, I do this thing now where I, I take your favorite athlete and I I'll put their face on a, a wasabi pea. You know, those wasabi peas you chew up. Yeah. Uh, right now we're we're just expanding our market, but what we have in inventory is uh, Mike Piazza, and um, we have Pete and Manning. And uh, you know, down the line, this might seem a little crazy now, but down the line, we're looking at maybe a Mia Ham, some type of honey baked ham. <laughs> Mia Hamm's face on. You know, we, we've got we've got the whole, you know, the research and development crew running. We, maybe like a Jerry Steakhouse or something like you that. You could do Pia Ham, still in the Wasabi Peas. No, we, we no? Don't. You okay. could do Pia Sunhagen, the old uh, coach of the U.S. Women's National Team. Wow, that, that's a good one. We'll have to look at um, Yeah, right now the market's not really good. <laughs> It, it costs about thirty-five dollars to get a bag of these peas. Let me let me ask you. And this. I sell them for about. Is $5. it? Do you think it's the pictures or it's the wasabi peas that aren't selling? Because wasabi peas blow. I'll be honest, wasabi sucks. Well, I was just I I was thinking to myself the other day watching sports. I was like, one of my two favorite things, and. I, I honestly I couldn't figure out how to put an athlete's face onto like a, a bottle of beer or something that seemed too far fetched. <laughs> you have to spin it. Yeah, it's too much risk. You have yeah. to spin it. And you have to match the right beer with the athlete. So <laughs> I went down the list and I got to wasabi peas, and uh, so that's where we are now. Uh, if you want a free bag, go to www.trymypeas.com/slash/take-the-pea, uh, and yeah, check it out. 
Wow. All right. Well, that's a hell of a way to open the show. Um, we're talking the finals for both the NHL and the NBA today. We have our gritty finish as always. And we're introducing a new segment today called Overrated Underrated. Underrated, overrated, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It doesn't matter to me. You're going to listen to us for the next, like, 50 minutes. If you want to get out now, you probably should. If you hate the Penguins, you should probably get out now. If you hate Wasabi If you hate Keys. the Warriors, you should get out now. I don't know why I'm here. I hate all of those things. Yeah, why? I don't know. So yeah, It's in your contract. Sports, you have you to be here. So, and we're talking about the expansion drafts. So, I mean, that'll be interesting. That's a nonpartisan thing. The Las Vegas Golden Knights, they start drafting their team in the next week. So we'll cover that. We're going to start at the top, away. though. <laughs> Josh has had a Penguins. Uh, I need the graphic for my segment. Oh, okay. I just thought I you were just having it up it. there just to look at. Oh, no. If okay. I was going to be a dick, I would just wear my championship shirt. Evgeny I would have pulled it over your shoulder. Instead, I'm wearing Tiny Rick. Shout out to right. Rick and Morty. Let me out. All right. So we're going <laughs> to talk about the NBA <laughs> Finals here first. We can get everybody engaged right off the bat. The Golden State Warriors, the champions, uh, after Ooh. a whole season of... You know, bullshit from around the league. KD claims his first ring. He played pretty well doing it. John has a smile on his face. I don't understand why. Like, why Why are you happy that this happened? We only got five games, and the whole playoffs were a crapshoot. Yeah, why are you happy? This isn't good for basketball. Sure it is. Why? Why is it good? Why isn't it good for basketball? I mean, I guess, like, <laughs> dynasties are technically good for basketball. We watched the Lakers and the Celtics. Well, we didn't, but yeah. the Lakers and the Celtics did it. I mean, I'm not going to lie, it's fun to watch dynasties go head-to-head, but when your team is not a part of that dynasty, it's just kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like, that's the way you got to look at this thing. Like, there are, there are 29 other teams that are just sick of Golden State shit. And, mm-hmm. like, we were sick of it even before KD got there. Like, I've been anti-Steph since, like, the second he became famous as a Golden State warrior. Like, Davidson was fine. I remember that mm-hmm. bandwagon. I just, like... Okay, that's yeah, cool. small what, schools in the whatever. championship. Or, you know, good for you. And then he comes up here, and you know they're talking about how, how he's revolutionizing uh, revolutionizing the game by just shooting threes. And now every kid wears a Curry jersey. And now you have these high school basketball videos of kids just chucking up full court length shots, looking like assholes. Like that's all Steph Curry's fault. That's like like Lamelo Ball's famous now. For yeah. Exactly. I, like, did you see that game he had the other day? I think it was like. 0 for 22 or something like oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. All he does is just shoot. Terrible My question is, game. we weren't saying this when LeBron, and I'm not saying it's the same thing, but I'm saying when they joined up and LeBron and them, they were counting all those times they were going to win championships. But I recall that I wasn't a fan of that either. Oh, like, when well, LeBron left, that. I wasn't a big fan. Like, I honestly I know didn't that a lot like of LeBron. Loved it. I, I didn't like, I was, I was not, not LeBron. Fan. Yeah, I was not Team LeBron until there was Steph. a Team Steph, Team yes. LeBron thing. That, like... 2014 on, I was rooting I for the Spurs. I was rooting for the Mavericks when they played. Him. I rooted for the Mavericks. I was not a well. LeBron James That's Miami true. Heat I, guy. I, like when yeah. he went there immediately, I was not a fan. Yeah. But then, like once he got to like the height of his, like I, I watched him because it was really yeah. impressive. Once he got to like the peak of his playing ability, but still, it's like you root against them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I became a LeBron fan as soon as Steph became. It exactly. was it was choosing between two evils because you know they're they're both great and i don't really have a dog in the argument like as much as i'd love to be one of those fans it's just like after john wall has like a triple double just being like john wall's better than steph curry like i'd love to be that guy i mean it's an all-around point card i think we can have (laughs) that discussion so maybe i am a little bit of that guy but like (laughs) yeah we we could have it but like i don't really have a dog in like the goat conversation in the nba so i just get sick of hearing it it's nauseating i honestly i took like an opposition to the vine generation of athletes where it's (laughs) steph curry throws up a three versus like in warm-ups yeah in 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 warm-ups or you like from the tunnel he scores like 50 points versus the trailblazers or something like that and it's like 
It's like you, you're just watching this because it's right in your face. Like, I don't know. I think it's a boring narrative to see some team sign a star because they did well the year before. It's like, well, where's the fight? You know, where's the underdog? Where's, where's like, the scrappy Allen Iverson, you know? Good job using the buzzword of 2017 narrative, by the way. Huge buzzword. Buzzword. Really Wait, flying can, around. Do we have a button? Do we have a soundboard for buzzword? We're, we're, we're getting, working on yeah, it. Yeah, we're getting I a soundboard. Josh, make a make a soundboard noise for buzzword right now. Yep. So our next podcast is going to be super high tech. It's actually going to be more like ambient noises than like actual talk. <laughs> it's going to be an artistic experiment. <laughs> it's going to basically be dark side of the moon, we're but gonna, like not tasteful. At we're going to have guitar like synthesizers on our voices. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm going to be talking, and then it's just going to be like a dog barking in between. <laughs> every word <laughs> lots of lots of like kanye west auto-tune as well we might have a backing track some t-pain auto-tune yeah that would be fantastic <laughs> but either way i mean i guess good for the warriors i mean kevin durant got what he wanted i think it would have been hilarious if they would have lost i would have had a whole summer of just roasting him yeah. to bits but, Twitter would have I mean, been fun. He played really, really well in the finals. He, he was the finals MVP. He did what he wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, per, he pretty he much put the, he Steph the We're to the yes. wayside. Yeah. No, it wasn't like he was carried in any way. He just joined a team of guys that already knew what they were going to do. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's half the point of why, like, I agree with KD leaving at this point. Because you had Russell Westbrook, who's a complete head case. You come here. Steph let his dick get pushed in and become mm-hmm. the number two guy immediately. And like, he let that happen, and he was okay with it. Yeah. And on top of that, too, like, uh, I think Clay Thompson did a really good job taking, like, a, like if Steph had to take a step back, took Clay a took, like, three step, steps yeah. back. Yeah. Like, he, and he was completely fine with just being, like, a defensive guy for yeah. a lot of the playoffs. And, he and, the playoffs. and he did, and I honestly, like, I mean, I knew he was good at defense, but the fact that he would, like, I feel like because he wasn't shooting as much and he knew he wouldn't be used as offense, he was maybe exerting himself a little bit more on defense. And that I think Clay Thompson was honestly one of the best like unsung heroes for I them mean, throughout yeah. the whole playoffs. I think humility wins championships, you know. It does. You got to be okay getting in there, grinding, Sit down. getting your minutes. Be humble. Yeah, be humble. <laughs> be a locker room guy. Get the boys riled up. And we'll be talking cold about locker room boys. guys. Cold ones with the boys. <laughs> Even when we get to the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins later on. Mark Andre Fleury, but you can really save that if you'd like. Very humble man, but either no, no way, it, it was a no trade. <laughs> he waved it. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he waved it today. So they could uncover him. Wow. Yeah, that, see, humility. He's a great guy. Man. They can like what, what dump about. him before Murray. Gets no, he's going to get just put to the expansion him. draft. Yeah, we'll talk about that later on, though. We got a lot of hockey. But as far as, yeah, we were talking about humility does win championships. Steph was okay with basically giving up the run to become a third MVP, you know, Mm -hmm. back to back to back. He was okay with that. Like we said, Clay was basically a role player in the Mm -hmm. finals. Draymond was still Draymond. He wasn't getting as many touches, but he was still doing his thing, talking up to the media all the time. And, you know, Zaza Pachulia, I've never seen just like a placeholder center any more than what the Warriors do. Like, they don't need a center. They didn't even play with him a, 10 minutes, a lot of the time. Yeah, 10 minutes a game, and then KD played the five. Yeah, like, he literally just started, and that was it. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Also, I think he's the biggest piece of shit in the world. Also, he's what, ugly, What too. is up with his face? His face looks like he got yeah. stung what by 100 bees. Oh, yeah. I said he, yeah. like he, he just left a fight with Rocky. Super <laughs> swollen. Or he got is it like that all the time? Or he looked like Rocky after he got his ass whooped. Yeah, like... He looks like Dolph Lundgren after he gets his ass whooped. 
Yeah, he, <laughs> I, I have just I don't I saw him and I feel like I've known Zaza Pachulia's name for a long yeah. time, but I didn't really see his face until this finals. And I just, just I mean, it's just, it's just deformed. It's looking. like he ate a package of peanuts and he has a nut. <laughs> it looked like like someone who's really bad at making like players in two K like made him. You know, like, got like all the facial dimensions wrong. Or like they did the camera thing. And, yeah, the the camera facial scan. Yeah. Zaza Pachulia. Oh, hey, Wasabi. You gotta get on the bandwagon at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm investing after this. Yeah. I'm sure the stock is very low. A GoFundMe. <laughs> you need to give me some shares if I'm gonna join the company, though. All right, but, anyways, does anyone else have any passing thoughts about the NBA Finals? The NBA needs to change, and I think everybody knows it. But, like, what can they do is my question. They can't do anything, especially yeah. when Paul, Gort- Paul George but, goes to Cleveland. And another thing I was thinking about, too, is, like, remember when the NBA blocked the trade of Chris Paul to the Lakers? Yeah. Like, why don't they have that why authority? Did, uh, Kevin Durant, yeah. Why don't they do that? Why don't they have that authority in free agency? Does anybody know? Do they have that authority? I don't think so. I don't so. think they – but, like, no, why not? Maybe they, need to, maybe they need to expand to that because – I mean, Adam Chris Paul Silver to the Lakers having that much power, that's for sure. Exactly. You and can see it. Chris Paul to the Lakers, like, that would have been, like, more fair than KD to the Warriors. Like, yeah. that Lakers team wasn't already as good as this And the Warriors thing with that Warriors. Lakers team is I don't even know how much that would have helped them because that's a ball-dominant point guard with a ball-dominant two-guard in Kobe. Yeah. So I don't know how much that really Ex- would have helped. Exactly, yeah. Like, KD fits perfectly in there just, like, shoot yeah. a Does bunch of threes. Does anyone really system. work well with Kobe at the end of the day, though? I mean, Who cares? He, <laughs> nobody needs to. He'll score eighty one on his own. Just saying, but yeah, I mean, LeBron James now three and five in finals. You can make a hissy fit over that if you want. I really have no qualms about it. He played his ass off. Yeah, there's not really much you can you know say to counteract LeBron, rather than the fact that he just wasn't the better mm-hmm. team. Like yeah. they didn't have the better team. And and they made us look like asses because I'm pretty sure we all picked Cleveland. Uh, yeah, team. John didn't. Yeah. But yeah, I just. It's just I felt like half the time nobody on the Cavs were trying. Like the and what KD, how many dunks did he have in yeah. game? But that they've, five? All, they've never been a game. I know they haven't. I know they haven't. So but that's not. But that's not. I know it's like it's like definitely a hard thing. But that's something you can really change in a series. But uh, but defense is a lot of effort, and that's like you I'm can saying. see that change. Yeah. It changes from the regular season to the postseason. Yeah. But I feel like the Cavs just didn't ever turn it on. The like they kept they, playing regular they don't season have basketball. The willpower or the manpower no. to stop a team like that. Well, they don't have a good coach. Yeah. Yeah. Tron Lu got stepped over by AI. He did. And that was the most demascul- emasculating <laughs> thing of all time. Into this here. I don't know. It's probably not in there. So Kevin it, Durant's at the bottom. Okay. Yeah. So never mind. We'll, we'll, yeah, we, we'll we can talk about we'll it later, later on. Later. Yeah. Right. That really irked my patience. We'll, we'll move on. All right. Do you guys want to talk about the expansion draft no. or the Stanley Cup first? Do Stanley Cup first. Just get it over with. All right. So the Pittsburgh Penguins back to back. First. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you would leave either way there just because we're talking about hockey. I can I know some hockey now, but I really don't want to listen to this. <laughs> we're just like hockey. All right. So we're talking about the Pittsburgh Penguins, first team to repeat since the 98 Red Wings. Uh, the first team to do it in the modern era with a salary cap that was instituted in 2005. Uh, with this Penguins championship, I'm being threatened under a knife right now. <laughs> a pocket knife is being shoved in my face, but... Uh, obviously, it's really, really hard to win a Stanley Cup. I don't have to tell anybody at this table that it's almost impossible to win two in a row. It's the hardest sport to repeat in. Yeah, that's and true. They ended up doing it. I don't know how many total there are since like the '60s expansion, but I think there's only three or four teams that have done it. I mean, obviously, when there were six, it happened all the fucking time. Yeah, but 
Canadians. Yeah, like it, the Canadians won like ten in a row. But that being said, I mean this team was a lot more special to me than last year's team just because of all the injuries they had go forth and then the goalie carousel that went about and that's what like Tang. Uh, yeah, Latang didn't even I thought that was set it. foot on the ice Mata the entire playoffs. Like, I thought that was it. playing like you just Dude, Ali Mata is the slowest player in the NHL. You can just I, consider him injured all And like the worst part about it is like statistically like he had the best plus, plus minus of any penguin in the playoffs and he played like job. almost <laughs> He played almost the uh, like the most minutes on the ice of any defenseman. He was like next to Trevor Daly and guys like that. That just kind of baffles me. But yeah, there's no Latang. They started the playoffs without Matt Murray. They started the playoffs uh, without uh, Brian Rust, and they started the playoffs without Trevor Daly and Carl Hagelin as well. They all came back eventually, but it was a trying series. I mean, this team really persevered through thick and thin. Mike Sullivan. Uh, winning two cups in his first two years as a head coach is just phenomenal. Um, they lost two games straight in, I think, two series, uh, one series against the Capitals and then one against Nashville. You're not going to win too many championships in a best of seven if you drop two in a row. Uh, as you can see from Golden State last season, they lost two in a row and then lost it all. But this team just had it, and they had basically the exact same cast of characters that they did last year. Uh, moving forward, there are a lot of question marks, obviously, with the expansion draft and a couple of guys going to free agency. So it may be a, a, a different-looking team. But just some stats to go over. I'm not going to harp on this for too long. Uh, first and foremost, Matt Murray, a two-time Stanley Cup champion as a rookie, technically, this season. Uh, that'll probably never be broken again. Um, the total injury sum of the entire postseason went to Matt Murray, Nick Bonino. Sidney Crosby, uh, Patrick Hornquist, Brian Rust, Justin Schultz, Trevor Daly, and Carl Hagelin. Uh, Jake Gensel tied the record, I believe, for a rookie in the Stanley Cup playoffs in goals with 13. He came out of nowhere. And um, Phil Kessel is a Stanley Cup champion yet again. It's hard to believe three years ago he was headlining the Toronto Maple Leafs. He's come a long way. <laughs> He's become a very lovable guy. Um, I'm happy for him. And uh, now, though, over the past 10 years for these stats for your uh, brains here, three Stanley Cups is tied for first. They're tied with the Chicago Blackhawks, obviously, in the past 10 years. Four Stanley Cup final burrs they lost in 2008 to the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, five conference final burrs, which is fifth, or is they had five total, which is tied for first. Playoff wins first with 90. Playoff games 152 first. And then regular season wins, which is first with 467. So I actually thought that the Capitals would have a higher total of regular season wins in the last 10 years, but I just checked out that stat. Nice dig, Josh. Thanks for that. I just, yeah. You guys have won so many President's Trophies, I figured you guys would be ahead of us. But either way, uh, the only real note I have to add to this all is can they get someone else to present the uh, Stanley Cup besides Gary Bettman maybe? No one wants to see him. Like everybody hates Gary Bettman. He looks like a little troll hobbit man. He's so little. I feel like forgot. He's so how tiny. He was like almost the size of the cup. He probably weighs Look less at than him. the cup. He's like the cup goes from like his knees to his head. <laughs> like he could, he wouldn't be able to lift that up. They if could he tried. put him in the cup. That's why he has to pose for that picture because he can't lift it by himself. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of, like the Heisman ceremony where like they've got like all the Heisman standing there. They're all like huge NFL busts. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. well, I don't really want to join. <laughs> Join this anymore. Yep. But to cap it off, I mean, hats off to Nashville. 
They were they were a good team. They were an eight seed. Smashville. They were an eight seed out of the West. They swept the Blackhawks. They will be back. They have a really solid core of defensemen. They probably have the best defensive core in the entire league with their top four: Ryan Ellis, um, Elk. Ekholm, Ekholm, yeah. P.K. Subban, and then Roman Yossi is a god at the blue line. And they were without Ryan Johansson, which is their best offensive player. I think he's their best offensive player. Philip Forsberg is definitely up there, but I think Ryan Johansson probably is. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, a key player. Yeah. Huge player. And Mike Fisher, I didn't know this, he only had four points the entire Stanley Cup playoff run. Locker room guy. That's crazy. I thought he was hurt. Locker room guy, man. He was hurt for, like, a little bit of the conference finals, but, like, in all four of those points were in the Stanley Cup finals. So, I just, I thought yeah, I that think, was a, I a little low. I think Forsberg, like, no one had more than ten, did they? No, they definitely got it from, like, everywhere. They had a rookie score, like, three goals in the Stanley Cup final. I was like barely played a couple times. So I mean, it was it was a good series to watch. Uh, at, at the beginning, you know, Nashville was really the better team. Uh, they were racking up all the shots. Pittsburgh was able to steal them. Obviously, Matt Murray played great in games uh, five and six to close out the series. And uh, they did it again. I mean, it, it's kind of messed up to say that I wasn't as excited as last year when it did happen because last year it had been like a long time coming. This year, it just kind of felt like they were the best team and they needed to win again. But, I mean, it was a hell of a run with all they had to go through with Latang not playing and then the goalie situation just, just impresses me. And, that, and now I'm going to move on to Marc-Andre Fleury and we'll spinball that into the expansion draft. Marc-Andre today moved his no-trade uh, clause, so he will be eligible for the expansion draft that starts in a couple of days here. Um Never saw eye-to-eye with Marc-Andre Fleury. I think you guys know that. You've known me for a long time. I've never been a big Marc-Andre Fleury fan at all. Uh, I always thought Matt Murray should have been the starter the last couple of years. But just the way he was able to come in basically unannounced in the Columbus series when Matt Murray got hurt in the warm-ups, won the Columbus series, won the Washington series. He was brilliant in the Washington series and then won a couple of games in the Ottawa series and then calmly go to the sidelines after he got removed for a game that wasn't his fault. Just pure class from the flower. He still has it even now. His quote was saying, you know, whatever's best for the team moving forward, this is why I got rid of my no-trade clause to make it easier on the front office. So even for a team that's ready to push him out the door, he still shows respect. Did he get another ring out of it? Yeah. I'm sure that helps. And he got paid handsomely. He's like third on our payroll with like $6.5 million or $7 million. So he made his money. Um, if he does get picked by the Las Vegas Golden Knights, I wish him the very best. I think that he's definitely one of the prime options. I know that your guys' backup goaltender is also a huge option for them um, with uh, George McPhee being the GM there, and he used to be with the Capitals. But uh, just wish you the best, Mark Andre. and uh, for whatever happens, you're probably going to have a really shitty team playing in front of you next season in Las Vegas, but... They made you it get drunk and party exactly. and blow can... all the money that you just got from the Penguins on slots. You'll have fun. You just got to make on your own slots fun. and I mean... <laughs> I just like I think that he'll be okay because like in 2005 like the Penguins were super bad in like the early years of Flurry, so he's used to playing in front of a really crappy team and he still played pretty well. The Penguins weren't any good until like 2008. So like the first four years of his career, he was like playing in front of a or playing behind a really really bad team. In an empty stadium. Yeah, in an empty stadium. <laughs> the ba- the team was gonna leave yep. because they didn't have the funding. Should have been the St. Louis Penguins hoisting that cup last night. 
Thank God Mario Lemire. He is he is the Jesus of Pittsburgh. He's such a good guy. But uh yeah, I think Marc Andre Fleury will do pretty well if he ends up in Las Vegas. Uh, obviously, he's a pretty good professional. He's not going to throw his team under the bus, even though he's probably going to have a bunch of AHL players and washed-up old players on his team next year. Do you really think that um, he's going to get picked? I mean, I think that that makes the most sense. Like, because like, who else are the Penguins going to expose? Like, well, the Penguins are going to have a couple players that'll be interesting. You're going to have Flurry. You're going to have uh, Trevor Daly. You're going to have Nick Bonino. You're going to have Brian Dumoulin. So, I mean, all of those players would be nice to have, but I just think Flurry. As you saw in the playoffs, he still can be a very efficient number one goaltender on any team. I mean, I go Ben Bishop first, and like the Kings are gonna. Well, the thing about anyone. Ben Bishop though is like he's a little bit past his prime, and he commands a huge salary. Flurry's gonna be starting all over. He's gonna rewrite his contract. He's gonna start on new stuff, and like I'm not so sure what the deal is with the Kings right now because. I don't think that Ben Bishop is signed through next year, so I don't think he counts. Oh, uh, you don't think I agree. He, he can expose him? Yeah, I think he would be uh, just a free agent. He would be a free agent, agent contract him. I just think that Flurry, you know, he's well, Scott Darling's a free agent, that he too. can, you know, handle himself professionally, and obviously he can play to be a number one. Why not get him and then get a guy like, was Draft. it Grubauer? Is that the guy's yeah. name? Yeah. yeah, Grubauer, or like a younger goalie who's a number two playing behind a well, great Grubauer's goalie. 24. Or what's so. the name of the guy? Ranta, is that the guy for the Rangers? The backup guy behind Lundqvist? Oh, uh, yeah. He's pretty good, too. That's just a lot of what I've been hearing. You know, take Flurry, let him play the next few years until he's too old. He's like 33 or 32, 33 now, so he's got a few more years. Let him play those out. Let the young guy get some starts. And see what happens because, I mean, I, I have the question in the gritty finish later on, you know, what, what we expect them to do next year. But obviously they're not going to be in title contention for like five to ten years until they build through the draft and make some signings. Through the Knights? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, their team is going to be so discombobulated next year. They might win like 30 games. Like, I feel like 30 to 35 games is like the top estimate for a lot of the hockey analysts. But we'll just move straight into the expansion draft, which starts June 18th. That's like the last day that the teams can put forth their list of players that they're protecting. Uh, I believe the way it goes is you can go eight total skaters and a goalie, or you can go seven forwards and three defensemen is the way you can do it. So there's going to be a lot of good players. And when I looked at it, a lot of the talent that's going to be left behind are going to be defensemen. Mm-hmm. You just can't protect very many. Yeah, you can't protect very many of them. And a lot of the teams that have really good players, like the Minnesota Wild, they're going to protect guys like Suter. They're going to protect guys like um, Zach Parise and guys like uh, Miko Koivu and guys like that. And then on the back end, there's going to be guys like Matt Dumba, who is right now their number three guy. He's the number one on their second pairing. He plays a ton of minutes and is really, really good. I think they'd probably protect Dumba. Yeah, I mean, I think they might, but, like, they're going to have to make certain decisions. And then when you look at the San Jose Sharks, they're going to have to protect one of two between da-dum. Paul Martin and Justin Braun, da-dum. both very capable da-dum, defensemen. Da-dum, 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 da-dum. Uh, Paul Martin's a really good puck-moving defenseman. He played with the uh, Penguins for about four or five years after he left the Devils. Now he's with the Sharks. And Justin Braun, an uh, enforcer, stay-at-home defenseman, but both could be uh, efficient NHL defensemen. And then when you look over toward the Ducks as well, you'll have uh, Kevin Biska and Cam Fowler, both very good defensemen. Uh, I'll be shocked if Cam Fowler is not protected. But the problem is is that uh, Biska has a no uh, movement clause on his thing, 
And they, mm. you know, the sharks have to defend Couture and Martin Jones and Burns uh, and Sleepy or, I mean, Joe Sleepy and Brent Joe, Burns. Yeah. And I'm missing somebody. Pavelski. Pavelski, yeah. Pavelski, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that team is loaded. Kind of surprised the Sharks didn't make a deeper run this year, but they lost to the Oilers. Mm-hmm. And the Oilers will be scary moving forward. The Oilers. Oilers. That side of the table loves the Oilers. I'm a big Oilers guy. John. John's definitely an Oilers guy. And then the last but not least, uh, the decision that must be made between Ryan Ellis and uh, Eckholm for the Nashville Predators. They can either go with the seven and three or the eight total. I think they'll end up going just eight total and keeping those four guys. Kind of forwards, yeah. Yeah, I think they'll end up doing that because – they have a bunch of forwards that they could probably let go and nobody yeah. would pick up. Well, it would be it's, interchangeable. It's 7-3-1, so you can still protect a goalie. Yeah, yeah. In each scenario, you can protect a goalie. So, One like, goalie. Basically, there are 30 NHL goalies that George McPhee has to choose from. So they'll be fine on goal. They'll be fine on defense. But the main problem is going to be on offense. They've signed a couple of guys from the KHL, but like all the guys that are going to be left unprotected... They're all going to be older guys who were really good, or they're going to be middle-aged guys that are third-liners. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my last question is about Las Vegas, then before we move uh, forward into our segment. Uh, what are the expectations for you guys for the Las Vegas Knights in the first year? Do you think the city's going to embrace the team, get behind it? Do you think it'll be successful uh, in the business side of things? I think the first year they will, like, the city will embrace it and stuff, like, Everybody's excited about a new team and new. They're playing in a new stadium, right? Are they building their own or are they moving in somewhere? I think they're building their own. Yeah, I think so too. So people are always excited to see a new facility and like it's going to be in Vegas. So they, if they do it the right way, I'm sure they'll pull out all the stops and be able to attract like a, a lot of like highfalutin' people. But I think yeah, the team will be average or less than average, probably less than average, just because of all the age. Like you said, they're going to be. Acquiring. We're gonna have guys like Scott Hartnell playing on the top line. Yeah, that's gonna. That's be, how it's gonna end up happening. They're gonna play Flyers hockey too. You know, there's oh like, fuck, yeah, just like everybody. In everybody's front of the gonna net. be a grinder, and everybody's gonna be in front of the net. It's just gonna It'll like, be a poor man's Ottawa one three one. Yep. <laughs> but then the the real interesting question is how they do in their first free agency and then move into their second season because that's. If they don't have anything going for them after the first year, I don't think people will come back and say, well, I don't think Vegas is a hockey town. And then, like, the other option as well, you know, you're <laughs> talking about getting all these people. They could, you know, there's also going to be a bunch of backroom dealings going on because, obviously, you can make a deal with McPhee and be like, hey, if you take this guy who has a ton of cap space, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that's, like, trash that has a crazy salary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you take him, we'll throw you draft picks. I know that, like, because I've been reading into, like, the Las Vegas Times and or the Sun or whatever they call their newspaper, their beat reporter has been saying that, like, their main thing for this expansion draft is getting a lot of picks. They just want draft picks. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's going to be a lot of that going on. So, like, if you see a bunch of washed-up old stars with, like, huge ballooned contracts, don't be surprised because there's some sort of handshaking going on in the back, you know, like, if you take so and so for eight million, we'll give you a second round pick or something like that. Because mm-hmm. that talking's going to happen between teams, yeah. obviously, and they might just trade away people that they get. Because I, I heard that is another possibility for Flurry. Like get Flurry, use them as like trade bait, and get like a first round reform and send them somewhere else. Yeah, I mean that's all that GM stuff though. You, you just got to see how they do. And I think best case scenario for Las Vegas would be like the Lakers, where you have like this kind of like team that's the center of the town and like the one sports team they have and 
I think worst case scenario is like the Coyotes, where you have a, a team that no one really cares about, and you have to. Well, you, you know, gotta have a good location. I think the Coyotes issue is half location, half they really they blow. Yeah, they blow. They're terrible. I mean, I think the one thing about Vegas, though, sports betting, if they can like somehow, if they, if they can get slots yeah. they have in to embrace the stadium. It. Yeah, yeah, they have to embrace that like Vegas culture. They can't the showmanship. To, yeah, yeah, and they have to make it like exciting. You know, because there's a thousand things to do in Los Angeles. Yeah, they have to. Why, have, like, why come to the hockey games? It's, yeah. like, it's like Marlins baseball. Like, they had to build that new stadium with, like, mm-hmm. a water park in it and stuff to get, yeah, and yeah. get people to like, come. Like, whoever's in charge of their marketing and operations, like, they're going to have to know what they're doing. Oh, yeah, and they're going to need, like, a massive suite level because if people are going to go, like, it's going to be people who are, like, coming off of, like, a gambler's <laughs> high and they're like, I want to blow money. money. Give yeah. me a suite, like, now. Yeah, give me a suite with, like, a bunch of champagne. But another thing that might like sweet. another thing that like they're gonna need a solid local fan base. But another thing is like everybody goes to Vegas, so yeah. like you're gonna have a lot of people from hockey towns or hockey That's areas what I'm about, like, going the Lakers, to Vegas. Man, like mm-hmm. like if you can sell it as kind of like a tour, like a must stop tourist yeah, place, then exactly. I mean, then people are just. But the question is, how long does that last? So you have to have that local fan base. Yeah. Also, like you're gonna have a problem with like. Uh, player behavior, kind of like that PK Subban thing of like mm-hmm. they had to get him out of Montreal because the clubs are open till six a.m. <laughs> I mean, no, like you're gonna have players that yeah. have coke habits and go especially to Vegas. the older players. Shout out like, Jared that don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah they're like, this is the end of my road anyway. I'm just gonna have a good. time. I'm just gonna go to Vegas and pop a lot of Percocet because I'm a <laughs> hockey player and everything hurts on me. <laughs> Percocet, Molly Percocet. All right. All right, so moving on now, we'll move on from hockey. I think, yeah, like you guys said, the first few years will be a breeze, but they're going to have to get good in the next five years to at least get some sort of fandom going. We're going to bump over now to our underrated, overrated segment. And what basically this is, it's the first time we're trying this. We'll see if it works out. If not, we can always just do another one. But we're going to do sports players mixed with pop culture. I'll be usually handling the pop culture side of things. Um, next week we were talking about doing like sex positions, or, like, <laughs> snack foods, or you know just crazy stuff like that. Whatever whoa, I'm thinking whoa, about whoa. that week. Okay, if we're talking snack foods, wasabi peas are dangerous. <laughs> I, just I was gonna say like guacamole dangerously is underrated. Super underrated. Yeah, so you said I think it's super overrated. Get out guacamole? and get yourself some wasabi peas right now if you're listening to this podcast. www dot what www.wasabipeas.trymypeas.com <laughs> No, that was dot com slash try. My oh yeah, dot com slash try my piece. There you go. Yeah, you should learn your website. At least it wasn't a shameless plug. plug it right. Yeah, we don't. We don't have a great marketing team over at <laughs> www.wasabipeas.com. You did it wrong again. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so um, we're gonna start with the underrated, and we're gonna start with actors. Overrated. I'll kick it to Ryan first for the MLB players. Underrated. I'm going with Billy Bob Thornton. What isn't good about Billy Bob Thornton? I mean, he's he's got a great name. Uh, everybody seems to like him. All his interviews are fantastic. Everybody They're knows hilarious. Who he is somehow. Even he's so he's like anti Hollywood. Yeah, he's not really in anything. But he, you know who he is. He randomly shows up in the Entourage movie, and his kid's a little <laughs> shit. I don't know. I don't know why he was in that oh, movie at all. Yeah. But yeah, he's in that movie. He's in Armageddon, and then I recently watched him like last year in Fargo. I thought his role in Fargo season one was the really other bad. Bad News Bears. Yeah. Bad News Bears is great. Bad News Bears. Bad Grandpa or bad whatever. Grandpa. Bad, 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 Santa. Santa. bad Santa. Bad Santa. He's not bad Grandpa. Yeah, no That's bad. Yeah, di- different asshole. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Billy Bob Thornton super underrated. He needs to be in more things. I agree. Overrated baseball player. Johnny Cato. I feel like whenever he got uh, moved over to the Royals last year, 
or was that last year or two no, years like, ago? Three that's two years, years ago. That's like two or three years ago. Yeah. won the championship. When that, yeah, whenever they, four years whenever they won the championship. It was two, it was two you're right. I thought yeah. he played for the Giants. He, he's there, he's now, there now. now. He's there now. And that's what I was going to say also. Whenever he moved from wherever he was before that the to Reds. the Yeah, the Reds to the uh, Royals, everybody was like, all right, that's a lock. Like, Johnny Cato is the Cueto yeah. is the like the factor in this World Series. He's going to change the, and like they they were going to probably win without him anyway. And then when he moves to the Giants, they're like, all right, now the Giants are back again. They're they're in the World Series. They act like he's this like huge impact guy. And I used to like him when he was on the Reds, and I never ever watched him. And then he got put on these teams that are more nationally broadcasted and every time I watch him I'm not impressed. I just like how how is he determined as a big factor? Like I don't I don't, I don't understand why he's well, because he, he did you ever so see the video hype. of him just getting shook at PNC Park in that wild card game? <laughs> no, I don't remember. He that. literally dropped the ball like mid pitch because they see? were screaming Cueto in a wild card game and then he yeah. gave up a two run blast to Russell Martin. That's like, that's always been his problem. He was like he was leading Cy Young candidate last year and then like when it got down to it, he just didn't have, like, the stamina, and he, he can't finish, like, the end of yeah. seasons. So it's, like, I, I That's I what I mean. Whenever it matters, I feel like anytime it's, Pitchers like, have a, to finish games, a like, nationally televised game or the end of the season, he's just, like, he chokes. And it's just not I'm, – I'm just not impressed by him. I think he's overrated. All right. Next up, overrated, we got actor. We have Will Smith. Uh, I just put Will Smith in this list because he made a lot of good movies when I was younger. I but completely it, disagree with it's, you. It's with my what have you done lately kind of thing. And I wrote down a couple movies just to start me off. Like Suicide Squad. What the hell trash. is that movie? Garbage. Money though. Uh, Collateral Beauty. Absolute trash. Never heard of it. I watched <laughs> it. I thought it was going to be good. It had so many stars. Just The previews made it look like it was going to be literally one of the best movies yep. ever. Uh, After Earth, the one where he starred with his one son. One of the worst movies. I've one of seen. probably the worst movies of all time. That and Jack and, and Hancock. Okay, yeah. Hancock was Hancock. okay. Hancock. It's entertaining. It's not a good. Yeah. movie. It's not a good movie. No. And it's not a movie. Will Smith. Suicide if he's a Squad good actor was very. Be. Suicide Squad was trash. Yeah, yeah but, trash. But Throw it in the trash and burn it. <laughs> <laughs> they made a lot of money off of it. It's so? Like, it doesn't after, make it yeah. not trash. After Transformers yeah, is trash. Transformers makes more money than anything. <laughs> yeah, well, that is just worse. That and the Fast and Furious movies. Like, uh, stop I, funding I, them. Stop, <laughs> stop giving them money. I do strongly disagree. Give me that, the money for my Wasabi P business. All right. Underrated baseball player, John. Uh, underrated? Bryce Harper. No. <laughs> oh, that's tough. Um... The center fielder for the Astros. What's his name? Uh, for the Astros? Yeah. Is it Springer? Yes. Springer? Springer has slept on. He's, he's like... He became a... He's been a stud, but damn, he's came on this yeah, year. Yeah, he has 19 up. Yeah. What's his first what's name? George, 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 George Springer. Springer. Yeah. Junior, maybe? Jerry Springer. If I had to go under him. Goat. George Springer. Let's look at his stats real quick. Maybe like Buster... I feel like Buster Posey's always underrated. Buster Posey's hurt. To, to hit like 370 as a catcher though, like yeah, this dude hurt. George Springer is batting 275, but he's already got eight dingers or 18 dingers. That's nuts. He's well, got 18 Astros, home runs already. Where's he hitting for the Astros? Probably fifth. In 41 RBIs. Hit, hitting 18 That's dingers nuts. for at, this at early fifth? in the season. Yeah. So he's been. I have no idea where he's good be batting, ball. but and he's got a great. Well, he's on, who's well no, Altuve's Altuve probably leads uh, off, and then is he a free agent? <laughs> we all race to pick him up right now. Yeah, his slugging right now is 537 as well. That's nasty. Yeah, like I said, he's a, and he's got a good glove. 
I like him a lot. On per, uh, on base percentage. Hey, John, good 350. pick. Yep, good job. I like John. that. I like the solid, pick. solid on the spot pick. Will, you're up next. Uh, overrated baseball player. Okay, yeah, that's easy. Oh wait, right now. <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs> Anybody for the Yankees ever is overrated. <laughs> Aaron Judge makes me so mad. That just please because, rise. Just because we got like, please rise. Oh we got God. like a fancy new like stat cast thing now that we can like know everything about how people hit baseballs. Like, it, it, and it just so happens that the Yankees player is the only one that ever gets talked about, even though like Giancarlo Stanton was knocking like the skin off baseballs, and he's not like doing anything really crazy with hitting right now. Bryce actually Except, knocked the skin off the baseball the other day. Yeah, I remember how we were together when that happened. <laughs> it's, it's just like it makes me so mad that it's just like. I don't know. It's like the Boston sports things here. Like, anytime someone goes to, like, the Yankees or, like, the Boston market, they just get blown out of proportion. And they're, like, they're doing things that are done elsewhere. People just start looking at it. It's like, Scooter Garnett, like, hits four home runs in a game, which is definitely, I think, if he was on the Yankees, would be the biggest storyline this season because that's insane. There's too much that. money, too much interest, and too much arrogance going on in those, like, because who was it last year? Groups. It was Aaron Sanchez at the at the end of the season when he was like Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez, Sanchez. Sorry, yeah. when he hit like twenty home runs, and it was like, well, yeah, he, he's hitting really well for a rookie, but that happened. And to the in and in the Yankees ballpark where we could go out there and hit a home run on a yeah. windy day, yeah. like <laughs> like that happens like with rookies. Like pitchers don't know how to pitch to them. They have really hot starts. There's no tape. On and them. now look, he's it's going to happen to Aaron Judge. I guarantee you. After this season, like people study his film and they figure him out. It happened to Bryce Harper for a year. It's just yeah. super He's hard to throw to somebody to that has got like a seven foot wingspan. Like it's hard to yeah. miss. Like if you miss your spot, he's gonna crush the ball. It's like you lead, yeah, yeah, you lead, like you put a curveball high because you have to. Yeah, you're a giant he's six foot eight. Yeah, he's gonna kill it. It's yeah, a pain in the ass. Go ahead with this next. All right, underrated. Category. We got Matthew McConaughey. Yes. I strongly disagree again. How do you think he's overrated? How is he overrated? I don't. Is like it the Lincoln commercials? I think it is. Actually, no. <laughs> it is. Shout out to Nathan Cope if you listen to this. Every time I like those commercials. Every time they're on TV, I'm like, this damn commercial. Nathan's like, oh my god, it's great. Like, I think it's good too. I mean, so shit. I like a. I want to buy a Lincoln one. I don't like the one where it's just him driving. Yeah. But like, the I like one, one of them sitting in the, the back bull, seat. The one with the bull is so good. That Dude, is all good. of them are. He's just sitting there driving. He just looks over and starts talking about this stupid ass. He has the best accent. He's the best ever. And he like has that laugh. Chuckle thing in the back of that car, where he's just like leaning back, he's like just chilling. All right, give me some, give right, me the reason why he's underrated. Right, he's underrated because he's such a good freaking actor, and nobody knows it. Like Dallas, everybody Byers still Club. has him. Yeah, Dallas oh, Buyers Club. He might not be. He that might be so underrated. Good. He is underrated. Dude, like people, <laughs> people still ha- are thinking. Mud. Yeah. People, you, what was that Civil War movie he was in that he just killed, but like it was way too long ago? Like, oh, I forget what that movie I mean, it was. I thought he did good in that movie. Oh, I forget yeah. what it was, it was called. Like, uh, Jones State or something like that? Yeah, State of Jones. Jones. That yeah. movie was really good. I forgot about that. And it was super long and it was super so cut. long. It's just white America is afraid cut, to yeah. see a movie like yeah. that's like has like calling white people bad. But like the, Sorry, pro- the problem, the problem <laughs> we're all having with Matthew McConaughey is we're all thinking he's in failure to launch still. Like, He's making those stupid or, rom-coms. Uh, Sahara. Yeah, or, or Sahara. Gold Fool's Gold. Fool's Gold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, he's not Gar- making those movies anymore. He's making Dallas Buyers How Club. He's making Interstellar. And he's in True Detective. Mud. Okay. Mud. My head, I couldn't get my head wrapped around Interstellar, so I can't count that <laughs> It's one. still that was... a great acting performance. And like we say, he won an Academy Award for Dallas Buyers Club. And I think Rustin Cole is the greatest TV uh, character ever made. 
True Detective season one. If you haven't watched it now, watch it right away. Like it's leave on my list. leave what you're doing behind. <laughs> All right, I gotta go, leave guys. The I'm, and I'm go going to okay, go. Okay, put the down the freaking phone. <laughs> this is your evening. Listen to this podcast. Finish this podcast. Log on to www.com. Wasabi peas, and then buy a bag. Buy a bag of bacotta peas. Yeah, bacotta peas, and then pop that bag open and watch True Detective season one. Hey, what about? What are you uh, doing? Go. What about a Jorge Pisana? Oh, that's a good one. We got a lot of brainstorming to do. Yeah. Next week, I'm just gonna come up with a list of names for the pea business. Right, but yeah, Matthew McConaughey underrated. Overrated actor next, Ben Affleck. Agreed. Yes. I hate oh, him. yes. Sucker. Just, you, Matt Damon, too. I, like, I know that's a little bit of a hotter take. Brad Pitt, too. Nah, Brad uh, Pitt's fine. Matt Damon is Brad overrated Pitt. as shit. I All agree. Right. Hot take Casey Affleck over Ben Affleck. Yes, Agreed. yes, yes. Manchester by the Sea. So good. Saddest so good. movie I've oh ever seen. I'm glad. Yeah, I literally, I was like that. so sad. I feel like most movie. people would think, I feel like Ben Affleck's way more famous than Casey no, Affleck. No, this is the reason, reason. Like, I think Ben he Affleck is, yeah, is an okay actor, but like all of his best roles, like what are the roles I have? I have him done for like Argo, Pearl Harbor, Gone and Girl. Gone Girl, and then um, Goodwill so Hunting. First of all, he wasn't the lead actor in really any of those movies, and he was softball script all day long. Like, he didn't have to do anything. He just showed up, went to work, he made Batman terrible again. What the hell terrible. is that? Christian Bale made Batman great. Make Batman great again. Make Batman great again, <laughs> and stop putting... The liberals, ben Affleck the in The Departed, I don't remember. The liberals ruined Batman. They tried to turn <laughs> Ben Affleck down. ruined everything. <laughs> I agree. He's just been, he's been given everything. And he's ruining Jennifer Garner for me, honestly. Well, they're they're they're, they're on the fritz. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say good. I don't but like good. Jennifer Garner's uh, shampoo <laughs> commercials. They annoy me. I like her "What's in uh, Your Wallet" commercial because sometimes yeah. it's a condom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, you want to hit this? She's very She's just a really nice lady. Like, I'd like to take her out to dinner and treat her right. Yeah, like, take like her just out. cuddle her all night. Like, yeah, just yeah. cuddle. Not even try and like yeah. slip anything. In. Take her out I, to I an honest about American a lot dinner. Of women. What like Mission Barbecue? Some good old. Get her some barbecue. No, Not even, that liberal even fancier vegan. than that. Like Joe's <laughs> Steakhouse <Sorry>, downtown. <laughs> Shout out to Joe's. <laughs> Someplace fancy, and then just go and like watch Broadway or something and cuddle. No, I'll not Broadway. That's liberal stuff. Oh, <laughs> small food is the greatest. <laughs> We can we put that? No, we have we have talked about this. If you have a choice, you go small spoon. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you have a choice. You'd rather I'd be rather cuddled. be held. No, it's yeah. well, actually, no. If you're the smaller spoon too, you can roll away where you sleep. Exactly, you, you don't have a way out. Yes, that's a good idea. And right. then you always want to feel like. You're safe. Yeah. <laughs> you want to feel safe. I want to go to bed in danger. <laughs> That's just human instinct. I exactly. think you can't sleep when you're not safe. <laughs> so hold me and I'll feel safe. All right. Underrated baseball player, Ryan. Back to you. Um, Bryce Harper. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, no I one believes like, you. I'm, no, but I'm actually not kidding. I feel like he isn't talked about enough <laughs> considering what he's doing. I'm, I'm seriously like you guys are laughing, but I'm not kidding. I was talking to somebody else about this the other I'm day. I'm not going to agree with because, this as an ass But no, bad. because he is so young. Like, people forget he's younger than Aaron Judge. He's younger than Chris Bryant. He's younger than all of these guys who are just coming up and people are freaking out about. And Bryce has been doing it for three years. He already has an MVP and a Rookie of the Year under his belt. And these guys are just getting started and... Bryce is like, hey, I'm still here, and I'm, like, just as young as these guys. I don't feel like he's talked about enough. 
I'm gonna sub in Freddie Freeman for this time. Freddie Freeman's like hurt a lot though. Freddie Freeman's hurt, yeah. But I, I think like still that. not. But I honestly Adams never really Matt thought Adams. about that like that. Yeah. Matt Adams took no. Freddie Freeman's spot. Fuck Matt Adams. He used to be, <laughs> I hate he used to be fat as shit. He lost you know he's from weight. Slippery Rock too. <laughs> slippery yeah, rock. I like Slippery Rock. Exactly. But I slimy pebble. Slimy pebble. Nobody likes Slippery Rock, so like piss off Matt Adams. But I also disagree. I think Freddie Freeman's really good because I hate the Braves, so it takes a lot for me to say that. And it sucks because. Right. I'm not going to call them underrated, but I'm going to say I feel bad for the Phillies starting rotation. Because they are <laughs> not bad. It's good, yeah. Yeah, they are not bad, and they just yeah, they are that. on a team with zero bats. Yeah. yeah. All right. Overrated, John. Baseball. Another overrated yep, baseball one player? more, and then I got underrated, and we'll move to the Curdy Fan. I'm going to go with... Dodgers fan. Everyone on the Dodgers. I was actually going to go with uh, Corey Seager. And we're going to... This is going to be bold. He just, he doesn't bring it for me. His really good glove, bat kind of inconsistent. When he faces an ace, it's kind of suspect. I just walk wide right. If I had to pick a starting shortstop on my team, I would take Francisco Lindor before him. I'd take Dude, Trey Lindor Turner. is a god. I would Zach take Kozar, I would take Trey Turner before him. I Dude, would take that's Kozar so crazy. Zach Kosar is like gonna start the All Star game on the Reds. That's how you know he's yeah. good. He'd Underrated take, baseball player is Zach yeah. Kosar. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I just, I or just Carlos Correa. Because like the Reds, there's, there's no one. There's no one in the Reds stadium voting for Zach Kosar. No. I just think. Yeah, I just think that. Corey Seager, because he's on the Dodgers, because he's still young, he just I gets agree. a lot of hype. I agree with that, John. All right, my underrated actor to close out the segment is Benicio Del Toro. Uh, I've always been a big Snatch. fan. He's in uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. He's uh, the guy opposite of Johnny Depp. I think you'd really like that I movie. probably would. I like It's Johnny trippy Depp. as hell. <laughs> it's really fun. They just do a bunch of ether and like a bunch of acid and then trip out and like see lizards in the desert and they think <laughs> bats wild. are attacking them all the time. Do a bunch of ether. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a crazy movie. I recommend it. Johnny Depp's really good in it. So is Del Toro. He's also in Sicario. I see that. He's the uh, like the fake drug mule or whatever he is in oh, that movie. Oh, okay. I thought it was a good movie. Good role like for him. Yeah. Yeah. Ocean's He's 12. in Snatch. And he's going to be in the uh, new Star Wars movie as well. I don't know in what capacity, but uh, he'll be in that. And he's also in Inherent Vice with Joaquin Phoenix. I, haven't seen that one. I heard it's good, though. It is a good movie. I never saw it. He's, he's a lead actor in that <laughs> movie review. Just movies and albums. And Run food. down. Run. All right, time for the gritty finish. Patent pending. Wow, wow. All right. <laughs> Hide your children. It's about to get spicy in here. All right, U.S. Open starts tomorrow. Who is your pick for the U.S. Open? Dustin Johnson. And if not, Ricky Fowler. I was going to say, I pick Ricky Fowler yeah, every I was gonna go single Ricky time because he's the I like orange. Pick. Actually, pick. okay, because we're all going to go the same, I'm not going to go Dustin Johnson. I'm going to go Jordan Spieth. Bring one home, buddy. Jordan Spieth. I'm going to go with Justin Rose. Because we're going to go he's back always and hanging remember, around. what was the last tournament? The Masters? Is that when I... Who did that? You picked Dustin, Dustin Johnson. Dustin yeah, Johnson. you said that was the U.S. Open a US year Open ago. Last year. Yeah. U.S. Open today or a year ago today. Do you say Jordan Spieth? Hopefully, he doesn't slip down a flight of stairs. Just hoping. That's the weirdest he injury I've ever heard. But yeah, I'm going Justin Rose. He's just one of those guys that's always there. Why not? Yeah. Uh, projected winning score at Aaron Hills, Wisconsin, for the weekend at U.S. Open. Like the final round. Yep. Like well, total. Yeah. What's going to be there? I think they're under thirteen under. 1,300. Yeah. It looks like a difficult course from what I read. So. But the fairways are 50 yards wide. Like, if you can't hit a fairway, you shouldn't uh, You haven't playing. seen Phil Mickelson play on a Saturday. It's also <laughs> true. 
Yeah, the first the first tee is a par five, six hundred eight yards. I'm gonna price this right, John, and go fourteen under. Damn, <laughs> oh, I'm dirty. Dick. I'm gonna go ten under. All right, I like I like all the scores. I'm gonna go eight, eight under. I think it's gonna be a tough week for the boys. Uh, <laughs> the next one we have, since we got three DC fans, what's gonna be the next DC fan to win a championship? DC fan to win a championship. Me. John and I have a pretty good yeah, chance. We deserve it. I'll go to your parade. Yeah, uh, we deserve one. I think that DC it'll take the yeah. Redskins until Dan Snyder dies. The Nationals have a chance, and their season is currently going. So I'd say they're probably the best chance right now. And then the Wizards, if they can get one more piece, and LeBron leaves. Leave and LeBron, yeah. Well, yeah, LeBron leaves the East. Then uh, I go Nationals. But I think the Nationals probably have the best chance. I I say Nationals because I think that the front office is just going to get so much crap that they literally sell the farm. Like, go <laughs> find a farm and sell it. And so buy the farm. They're going to yeah, buy a farm and sell it for. They're going to take Im- eminent domain on real farms. <laughs> get the hell out. <laughs> We're building a team. All right, I like how you guys just skipped over the Capitals completely. I've never heard of I, that I, team. No <laughs> faith in the Capitals. No Who's faith. That? I think the Nationals as well. Uh, I put this one in here because Will was here today. Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad. Breaking oh, Bad. wow. Wow, that is... I don't know. I, I feel I feel like Kirk Herbstreet commenting on Ohio State right now. Like, <laughs> you want to give your opinion, but you have to be impartial. You know? I don't, I'd probably say Breaking Bad. It's like... I don't know, a lot better writing, I think. Game of Thrones is the production, though. So. HBO doesn't make bad TV. And there's a lot yeah. of movies, what too. What do you think? I think Game of Thrones is better, but it's More, been a I while was, since I've seen Breaking Bad. I will say Bad. this. Um, if you're looking, it's been since I was like a freshman in high Artistic college. viewpoint, Breaking Bad, from an entertainment standpoint, there's nothing more entertaining Boobies than Boobies and Dragons, of, baby. See, I just think, no. I mean, Matt is pretty wings, compelling, baby. Too. Tits and For wings. me, it's like, I want a, realist, a more realistic point of view in Dragons and shit. Uh, and there's been way more dick than uh, Boobies lately. Yeah. The ratio is all to tune in now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right, gonna check it out. All right, first pick in the NBA draft will be who? Mark Helfels. Yeah, Mark Helfels. Yeah, definitely him. Because only other the NBA is easy like that. Yeah, I don't. Nobody yeah, wants. It's, it's got to be. Him. Do you think it would be Lonzo if Lavar wasn't an ass? No. 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 All right. No. I agree with you guys. Uh, do the Warriors need Steve Kerr as a coach? No. no. <laughs> All right. Uh, Las Vegas make the playoffs in their first season in expansion. Yes or no? Do you want no. odds or just for just me to yeah, say no? Yes or no? No. No. <laughs> uh, the most underrated MLB team at the current moment. Ooh. I mean, I, I, a simple answer would be like the Brewers, but. I'm going to go the Minnesota no, the Brewers Twins. Suck I'm going to go the Minnesota Twins. Aren't the, the Twins are leading their division, right? Yesterday. I got to check the standings. They just had a twenty-eight hit. I mean, I, I no. I think the obvious thing would be the D-backs because the D-backs have like I think the third best record in the MLB, and, and they have like, like the third lowest salary cap. Like and they're pitching, cap. especially when yeah, like the team you play the most is the Rockies. Like, and the Rockies are also really good. Yeah, but the Rockies playing Coors, so I kind of give them an asterisk and all things. I'm gonna go with the Diamondbacks too. I didn't know they were 14 games above 500. Yeah, no, they're they're doing really well. That's pretty good. Their pitching's all... ridiculous. The Angels are also great. treading water without Mike Trout. They're 34 and 34. They suck regardless. Who leads off for the D-backs? He's really underrated, too. He's so underrated, I don't know. You're asking name. the Wheeler? guy. Is that something right? I don't know. I think so. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, next up, where was I? Oh, are athletes and teams not going to the White House? Is that news? 
Because it comes yeah. up a lot. Right. Yeah. Is it news? Yeah, it's yeah. like the you one way. You think it's news because you watch Foxes and they tell you it's I not don't news. watch Fox News. I've been I, over this a thousand times. I don't want to dwell on the Kaepernick thing, but I the like The Penguins it. are going to the White House, though. Of course they are. It's a white person sport. <laughs> yeah, it's the Penguins. Donald Trump has done so much for the coal industry. Why would <laughs> yeah. a team oriented in Pittsburgh not yeah. go? And he's going to let the steel mills just dump all their pollutants right into that river outside your stadium. So. Uh, sorry, river. snowflakes. <laughs> yeah. Deal with some iron in your water. It'll toughen you up. Toughen you up. Nobody Snowflake. swims in that river, by I know. the way. Shout out to Roy <laughs> for good, for good reason. No, most normal people don't just swim in rivers, though. Like, you uh, might go tubing. You might go tubing. Yeah. That's different. Oh, okay. Yeah, Clemson football. People, people have pool parties and dumpsters in Philadelphia. That's true. That was a problem. Well, they had to put it in law. I, they I, can't. had to put it in law. I do not like, set I want my moral pool. baseline for what goes on in Philly. So... <laughs> I'm not living my life based on what they do. <laughs> All right, next up. Better dynasty in the NHL in the last 10 years, the Blackhawks or the Penguins? Blackhawks. Black That's an easy one. <laughs> I'm going to say the Penguins, but I mean, oh, I could go either way. Oh, oh, Shocker, oh, you guys oh, said the Blackhawks. Oh, we can play both ways here. Nobody's surprised. Yeah, what, did you, yeah, what did you think was going to go I with just that thought question. maybe we'd get a conversation going. No. It is what it is. It's the finish. Uh, are you phased by LeBron's finals record at 3-5? and five? John, just say yes. I'm actually not, because, really? like I said in the podcast previous, I've been a LeBron fan. I actually had wow. a time hop post yesterday, when they <laughs> lost in 2011. Time hop, saving that your The ass. LeBron haters are fucking stupid. I, I don't know. And, <laughs> and listen, listen, let, See, me, talk, let so me talk, let me talk, let me talk, let me talk. I've came off a little stupid. Okay. We've all been we'll dumb. We'll take it. We've all I, been I don't know why people... But before. Yeah. I don't... I do not take back some of the things I've said. Well, I mean, it's you fine. don't have to. You're <laughs> you an American. You don't have to. Yep. Yeah. First Amendment right. Sorry, 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 in I think Kevin Durant outplayed him in the finals. Yes. In the fourth quarter. Not the whole finals. In the fourth quarter. Yeah. 100% where, agree. Where, 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 you know, 100% where agree. I think that... He handpicked his team the way he wanted it, so the... He did. The... He doesn't have help. It should fall back on him. Yeah, GM LeBron made that yeah. team. And GM LeBron and gave uh, GM these... and agent LeBron made Tristan Thompson's contract. Exactly. And Coach LeBron. Made yeah, Coach LeBron. and then Coach LeBron put him in the lineup. So, so now that we all agree with no, those I agree with that. To the next point. All right. Uh, Mayweather and McGregor is officially happening on yes. the 26th. What are the overall thoughts on the fight? Floyd is going to eat him a lot. Yes, but it's going to be Michael so hard. When is it again? August 26th. Ooh, I, oh, I will, I'm we'll much more here. excited for the build-up. Like, uh, <laughs> wait, what is it? it? You won't be here. August 26th. You, you guys ought to make that your uh, clarion visit. Yeah, that would be fun. Because I'm not going to be doing okay. it. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> you should fly. Just there. fly yourself and jump out of the plane like, and land plane in Josh's house. And then the plane will just keep on flying. Like in GTA. Yeah, out of control. And then you'll be at my house and you'll like sit down and you're a two star criminal. <laughs> It'll be fine. You're not a five star. You're okay. You can just run around my attic for like 10 minutes. Yeah. It's good. Uh, what's the best movie you guys have seen so far this summer? I like the new podcast. Like that, that just came out. That came out this year. Yep, this summer. I, I'm going with the new Alien movie. I was a big fan. I liked it. I liked it. I really got into the Alien. I watched like I rewatched what a couple. Of I did. I watched all of them after that. Shit. But I like the new movie? Pirates movie a lot. Did we go see a movie together? We recently? saw Guardians of the Galaxy. I like that really one. Good. That's I mean, the that's only, I think that's pick. the only movie I've seen this summer. So I'm gonna go with that one. But I liked it a lot. It was summer. Yeah, it is. It hasn't even started. Technically. Technically. Oh, you know what I mean. Since we stopped doing things. I'm excited for the It movie though. 
Me too. I'm not. Was, was that scared. the uh, clown movie? Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't give a shit about that movie. Either. And I'm scared. <laughs> I don't really care for horror movies oh, yeah. either. Uh, should the NHL or minor league teams consider putting a fat goalie onto their team in net? Yes. <laughs> it seems like an idea that hasn't been used. I love it Bishop. for a comedic standpoint. Like a really fat guy. Isn't Ben Bishop fat? No, he's no, just we're tall talking, as shit. Uh, we're talking like 500 pounds. Do you, do you guys remember? It was like it a would beer be hard commercial. for a goalie to keep that weight, though, because they yeah. like burn so And they sweat so if much. Alright, then you get a 450. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> like, I just want a really fat guy. I'll you down to 200 pounds, then we'll switch. I love it. It's like, like a publicity <laughs> point. Like, remember Joey Julius? Like, how much publicity he got for mm. just being fat and, like, being okay at punting? Yeah. You know? I can see it. Alright, I just think it, it should be at least in the it minor league try. levels. Just give it a it try. Give yeah. Chris like some skates. Let's see what happens. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> name? Oh. No, he's not. Well, it's just me. Alright. <laughs> I, I don't like Josh anymore. I just want to say that. <laughs> $200 uh, Ivy Leaves are being sold from Wrigley last November. Do you think that's a scam, or you think you'd want it if you no, were? No, the Cubs fan? are fucking douchebags. Yeah, I think the Ivy. I sucks feel like if general. you buy good enough seats, you could just take your own Ivy. Yeah, or I you agree. could just walk down there and do it. Yeah, I, I think agree. the Ivy's dumb in general. I've Same. been on the record saying that multiple times. I agree. Uh, the New York Jets are cutting and saying goodbye to pretty much all their talent. One hundred. Do you think they're tanking on purpose? One hundred percent tanking. Yes. I just think that that organization. Which is interesting because that never works in football. And like, what, intentional tank. Who's their coach now? Didn't they just bring a new coach? Bowls. Oh, Bowls is still there. I thought uh, they brought somebody else. They have Josh McCown. I almost said Denzel Bowles, but that would be a different guy. Denzel Bowles played basketball for JMU. He was nice. He was nice. Uh, I think they're I think they're tanking on purpose. Uh, Bud Light or Miller Light? Bud Light. Bud Light. Bud Light. Bud Light. All right. Uh, who do you think in the NFL will be the biggest impact rookie right away next season? Um, Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> Negative impact. Uh, I don't know. Maybe like Solomon Thomas, Mike Williams. Mm. Mike Williams is hurt too. Is he hurt? Yeah. Still? Is he going to be out, though? I mean, I was thinking I Fournette's going to have a big impact. Just, yeah. Hurt I was thinking oh, Fournette because his, bo- like, his body just seems the most NFL-ready oh, already. Nick, Nick Switzer. Or Miles Ryan Garrett. Switzer. I mean, Miles Ryan Garrett's going to go well, in he's hurt. They love him in Dallas. If he plays, Ryan maybe. Switzer. They're going to throw him the ball a lot. I, I think Leonard Fournette will definitely get the most attention. Um, maybe I, Dalvin Cook, too. Yeah. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, where did Dalvin Cook in? Corey Minnesota. Davis. Minnesota, There's right. a lot of offensive guys. Yeah, and fly. yeah, Minnesota, that's a really good point with uh, him because uh, they lost Adrian Peterson. They're going to need a lot of running. Uh, oh, they have Latavius Murray. That's the other guy, I think, for them. Yeah, so I, don't th- he, I think Latavius Murray is overrated. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, was well, KD said that Kyrie Irving was better than Allen Iverson. Do you agree or no. disagree? <sighs> no one agrees with that. It might be time for me to rant. KD, you stupid... Stupid, stupid man. Stupid <laughs> so, what has Kyrie Irving done on a team with nobody? Nobody. Nothing. He couldn't take the to them to the finals no. like Iverson they, did. When he was on that team, they were the worst team in the NBA. NBA. Yep. Yeah. Iverson took an A team, put 43 on Kobe and Shaq's head, won game one of the NBA finals to a one of the best championship teams mm-hmm. arguably yeah. ever. Brandon lost four straight after that. And he's won an MVP with the second best player being Dikembe Mutombo. And he <laughs> stepped over and disrespected his Kyrie's coach. coach. Yeah. So I just thought that was yeah. blasphemy. Just blast alpha mailed him. Yeah. I agree Stupid with every point there. That wraps up the gritty finish for today. Upset. What do we got for tracks, guys? My track is the opening track that we had, 4 a.m. That is my jam lately. I've been listening to it a lot. My only problem is that... Whoever was like doing the production on that at the beginning, there's like a weird like white noise in the back, like on everything, like it's on Spotify, like on Apple Music. Because at first I was like, is this like 
just like a bad like copy of it or something. I checked and there's like a weird like white noise in the back. So your producer trash, but the song is hype. I'm gonna go with "You May Be Right" by Billy Joel, Glass Houses, 1980. Oh, you may be right, I may be crazy, but it just may be a lunatic you're looking for. That's such better. a good song. Are you looking for me, Josh? I found you. I love that, that song. See, I went to a Wilco concert on Friday, so I'll go with the Wilco song. Uh, Pot Kettle Black off Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Pitchfork said, second greatest album of the 2010s. Wow. That's heavy praise. Mm-hmm. Pitchfork pisses me off, though, a lot with their album reviews. Well, they, they're, like, too loyal to some people. They're yeah. better than Rolling Stone. Uh, yeah, they're better than Complex, too. Com- <laughs> Complex is garbage. Now I was going to XXL. <laughs> I'm gonna go, speaking of X, I'm going to go XO Tour Light. <laughs> I love all it. All my friends are dead. All of my, we got all points all on the spectrum here. Me and Will's <laughs> pretty friends yeah. were brutally all murdered our friends are dead. the other day. All their, they're all dead. <laughs> Alright, well that wraps it up for us. Thank you for listening, you bunch of chode jugglers. Um, we'll be back next week with plenty of new stuff and uh, we'll be starting mediocre fantasy football advice here soon. Yes, with, that's uh, my favorite. Fantasy football uh, season coming upon us. Classic. Thanks, Will, for coming and uh, make sure to check out Wasabi Peas. www.wasabipeas.com slash try my peas. Hey, there you go. (laughs) 